Well, every year we get an opportunity at this time of year to hear from some of our favorite people with Rosh Hashanah greetings, and we love putting people on the air who keep things in perspective when it comes to the brand new year. And even though some people might argue with this, it's been a long time. I know some people from the other teams are going to argue with me on this. It's been a long time since we've heard from the legendary Chaim Lobo Silver. That's right, Lobo is with us live via telephone from his world wide headquarters, which we still don't know where it's located, but it seems to be somewhere on this globe. And he is with us for Rosh Hashanah greetings and a little bit of a discussion here at JM and the AM. Lobo, welcome back to JM and the AM. Uh, Again, I I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you from my uh, worldwide uh, headquarters. Again, secret location unknown to anybody except me. uh, (laughs) It's a pleasure to be on the radio today, era of Rosh Hashanah, basically, and to talk to all the, probably by this point, trillions of radio listeners. Well, I thank you. By the way, I'm warning you. It is really almost era of Rosh Hashanah. I'm warning you. You've got to be nice to all the teams this time of year. You gotta be nice to everybody. You can't. We were, we were nice to all the teams during the summer. Because, were you? Uh, after we won the game, we just head to the nice game. You know, pleasure to meet you folks. Have a good year. We'll see you again next year, Bezrat Hashem. How much nicer can we be than that? It does sound pretty nice, actually. Yeah. Uh, did, did you lose? Did, listen, make my Thursday, Lobo. Make, yeah. make my Thursday. Okay, I'll did, do my best to make did, your Thursday and did, every day of the week if I can for you. Did you, oh, did what you, can I do for you? Did you lose any games this summer? Uh, the, the short answer is no, and the long answer is no. So uh, I thought you were, I thought you, days, we I, I thought you were going to make my again. Thursday. We lost the game in over two years. Now. I thought you were going to make my Thursday. <laughs> but I made my Thursday. You see, Nachum, this is this is today is my Thursday. You're we'll undefe- make your Thursday a different time. You're undefeated two seasons in a row. Undefeated two seasons in a row. Yes. Was there like yes. an official championship this year? Like, how did it work at the what? end? They just hand you the trophy. How did it work? We have my trophy ready. I, I received my trophy from my nephew, Yehuda Silber, who happens to be the commissioner. Again, that there's, helps, huh? There's nothing going on there. I must say it's, it's all above board. You know, of it's course. like uh, no no problem there. And we received the trophy. We actually didn't even have to have a championship game because at the end of the season we were 6-0 and and the next team behind us was 4-2. and wow. And we actually beat them the last week of the season. That was sort of the championship game. Imagine. Very good team, the Moonrakers. Really a terrific team. It was a great game. And I, and I really want to thank all the teams we played this year for being such uh, good opponents. By the way, but yeah. in, but all kidding aside, you had, I, I remember there were some one-run games. You had some close ones. You had, you the, come, uh, you had a couple was. of scares. The first game of the season, we actually won 4-3 in 11 innings. Huh? It shows you, Nachum, oh. how sometimes life can change just on a dime. That's actually yeah. part of the muster of this time of year. 4-3, we were tied up 3-3. We had the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth. We were up. Our best hitter was up with the bases loaded, one out. A ground ball back to the pitcher. Force play at the plate. We didn't score. I saw the whole season disintegrate. I saw my whole Lobo 40-year career disintegrating because of that one at bat. But in the 11th inning, we came through and won 4-3, and from there it was up, up, and away. Hey, I just got a comment on uh, yeah. on our app. Um, a gentleman who I assume you know, I think it's a gentleman named Sharf. He says, driving with bad service on the radio, so I'm listening on my phone so I don't miss Lobo. And then he says, go nine pack. I don't know what that means. Yeah, that, 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 that Sharf, by the way, there's a very, very wonderful Sharf family out there. We had a very wonderful people named Sharf. I know most of them. One of them is Yossi Sharf, who yeah. happens to be the, the owner, general manager, and the coordinator of the nine pack team, ah. which was another team we had in our bungalow colony that also won their division. Interesting. And all season I was getting a lot of, you know, tripping from them about how much uh, they were better than us, et cetera. Et cetera. 
Well, at the end of the season, we were 6-0 and in our division. They were 6-0 and in their division. And I must give them a lot of credit. I have to tell you, it was, a, it was a pleasure to be part of the Bungalow County this year, having really two great teams, two great uh, managers. Uh, but Yossi did not say one thing, by the way. The reason why he was so successful is his special, special helper is Tommy Adler, the legendary shortstop. <laughs> who, as you all know, was the finest shortstop in the history of the OBBL. No, no, no. Actually... Wait, wait a second. You've told us he's the finest shortstop in the history of baseball. That was, that's Steve Adelsberg's tie, though, that you, that, that you never heard of Phil Rizzuto. That's the problem. Well, yeah, Phil Rizzuto never heard of Tommy Adler, so it sort of makes it even, by the way, okay? But Tommy Adler actually was their general manager and sort of their coach, and we infiltrate, we infiltrated the nine pack and, uh, because of, I would say because of Tommy's involvement, they went, they were six and oh. But I must tell you though, you know, the nine pack won their division. They won their division, their league. And they're going to have a big victory celebration, I believe, also. I'm not sure what Sharp is going to have it. He's, he's thinking of either the Dunkin' Donuts on Rockaway Turnpike or the, or the, or the party room at Amnon's Pizza in Borough Park. We're not really sure. Where he's I, th- I thought all the celebrations happened in the legend section at Yankee Stadium. Ah, I'm glad you asked me that. Yeah. That's, I'm talking about the nine pack celebration. Ah, gotcha. The Lobo celebration occurred this week, Tuesday night. They won or lost? Legends, they, they won, legends, right? Legends at Yankee Stadium, my friend. They won, right? Who? The Yankees. Yankees? That night they lost. No, they won the middle yeah. game. They won the, they won the, they, no, no, they, they, they won the game we went right, to. They won the but it was not game. a loss. It was a victory for us because we had Kanina Hur, all of us were there, the whole team. It was the biggest knockers I ever had, seeing all these testosterone-laden people on my team <laughs> running around legends, going back and forth to the, to the Smorgasbord area. Yeah, the know, truth just, is that uh, the game didn't matter. All they probably did was stay at the Smorgasbord yeah. time. Are you kidding? Most of them sat inside watching the game on TV while they were loading up on, uh, you know, on, on meat and protein. So. I'll tell you. I love You it. had to see one thing. Moish and Ari Brand. You know, Moish Brand is my, my, my third baseman. Moish right. Brand, can I know, let's just say that uh, he's not going to see 70 again. He'll see 120 from now on. Anyway, so Moish was there with Ari, and the two of them literally they had backpacks with them. They were loading up not on the, on the meat and stuff, but the, all the little... Snickers bars and Mars bars and Turkish taffy. They went, they had to call for bellhop when they at, left the stadium. And of course you're saying, and of course you're saying this in the most complimentary manner possible. Of course, Moish and Ari, they're two of my favorite people in the world, along with the rest of my team, C. Wild, Matty Hoffman, all the, all the wonderful guys in the Lobos. And, but really, it was a wonderful celebration. We, we Marv during the seventh inning stretch. It was, uh, you had to see, you had to see Marv. Seventh inning stretch, you know, if you think about it, Marv takes a little bit longer than the seventh inning stretch. So you have guys with one eye on the TV looking what's <laughs> happening to the Yankees in the bottom of the seventh while somebody is saying a little I cannot believe that this time of year. Not a chance. I don't believe a but word of I, it. I don't know who did it. I'm, I'm not saying they did it for sure, but I saw guys sort of turning over their shoulder, you know. But seriously, it was a great, great event we had. It was uh, a great celebration. We had a lot of fun. And as I told all the guys, you know, we all had uh, the opportunity, 16 from people in Legends, like you stated, most of the guys were wearing the yarmulkes, not even baseball caps. And the, I was so proud of them because if you think about it, they were asking for balls from the visiting team and they were getting batting gloves from, you know, J.J. Hardy of the Orioles. It was, but with such Derek Harris, I was so proud really to be, to be part of the. the well, make sure, fellows. make sure you're at my big celebration next season because the moment you lose a game, I'm throwing a big celebration at Legends. So <laughs> yeah, not make of, sure you're not there. You may have to wait a while for that, but I'm not going to say anything. We'll, we take one game at a time. And I'm then, and then, win. I'm and, thankful for every loss. And then, to, thankful add, to be out on the field. And then to add insult to injury, I'm going to ask you to fund it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you the bill after I have the big celebration. 
Nachum, you call it, you call it the global Nachum celebration, and I'll take care of it. It's about funding it. You have to see what we did this year. Yeah. You know, we, we have a game every Sunday in the Bungalow County, pretty much. Either right. we play or a different team plays. And the last couple of years, I got into the habit, the Klein's ice cream truck guy shows up. Yeah. You have to see this, Nachum. At about a quarter to 11, the third inning, the Klein's ice cream truck guy comes playing music, blaring his, you know, uh, his, his ice cream music. About 300 kids line up for ice cream you oh. know, during the game. Oh. It's such a nachos because these kids love it. You know what I mean? And all I say to when they come over and say thank you, all I say no thanks necessary. Just make a bracha. You're not serious. You mean ice cream for other kids? You know? You mean you you funded the whole ice cream visit? I funded the whole I funded the whole ice cream business. I funded the whole Klein's ice cream truck. In fact, the last day of the season, there was so many ice creams. The guy, what he, what he, what he said, we spent. I think he, at the end of the game, he, him and his truck went to Bermuda together. That was it. He closed up shop for the rest of the summer after he was finished with us. Lobo, but, uh, you <laughs> never stop stunning us with this stuff. It is. But my point, I want to make a point about this. The fact of the matter is, all kidding aside, when you think about it, these kids, and I'm serious, all the little kids in the Bungalow County, all the kids from the other teams who were there with their parents, they're all lined up for ice cream. The teams lined up for ice cream. The workers in the Bungalow County came over for ice cream. And the point is, years from now, those kids are going to be saying 20, 30, 40 years from now when they're adults, you know what? We had a great time. We were kids. We, we we played sports. We had a great time. Somebody we don't remember his name anymore bought us ice cream, and it was such a bracha. All he asked us to do was make a bracha. And really, those are the kind of things in life that just if you think about. It, I'm smiling talking about it. It was the greatest, greatest kind of thing you could do for for kids and others. The other teams were were happy with us because me were buying ice cream for us too. I said, of course, at least we could do it after we beat you. But all right. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't pass up an opportunity to rub it in their face. Well, listen, you know. I gotta tell somebody's you, got, listen, somebody's got to win. Nachum. I want to tell you. Win. You know how this touches my heart, and I, yeah. I, I didn't know about this, but you know what's interesting about you, and I think we need to emphasize this lesson. It's one I've spoken about in different forum uh, many times. I don't think here though. Um, you'll never, ever, ever discuss the big stuff with us ever but when it comes to the little stuff you take such amazing pride and everybody out there has to realize that if they find somebody on an Arab shabbos who needs twenty dollars to make shabbos it, it, it can make their entire week and for a lot of people Malcolm, you you are saying absolutely correct let me tell you a story and, you'll, and what, you, what you're saying is actually something i want to just allude to a little bit many many years ago i was driving with my son donnie who can i heard today is in his 40s and there was somebody at the side of the road who needed uh, a boost. In those days, that was a big thing. Right. People giving boost. No, no Chavirim around, no AAA and all that. Yeah, but whatever it is, and the right. cars are different. But everybody, you know, had needed cables. In those right. days, in order to give a boost, you had to have cables. Right. I used to keep cables in my trunk. And one day I was driving, and I was with my son Donnie, and there was somebody at the side of the road. I don't remember whether he was Jewish or not Jewish. It really is not, not pertinent to the story. Right. And Donnie says, look at that. He was a teenager. There's somebody stuck. I said, Donnie, we're going to stop. We have cables in our trunk. How could we not stop for somebody to help him? You know, we had the 10 minutes. We stopped, we gave him a boost, you know, and we went on our way. And I'm sure, and Donnie remembers that story to this day, how we stopped with cables in our trunk. But the point really isn't about the cables. The point is we all have, in one way or another, cables in our trunk. You know, sometimes people think that you have to be a wealthy guy, you have yep. to be this, you have to yep. be somebody yep. to do something. No, no, yep. we all have those cables, whether it's yep. whether it's the ability to drive somebody to a hospital, whether it's the ability to, to give $20 to the person you were talking about, whether it's the ability to, you know, to say a nice word to to somebody you may meet on the subway, whatever it might be. We all have the ability to, to do and to help others in this world, and that's really what you're saying. And that's what I, I, I'm telling you, and I have to remind. I'm, I'm taking this opportunity to remind our community and all the people out there. No matter where you live, I promise you, 
There is a couple to whom $20 on a Friday means life and death. Mm-hmm. Means a terrible Shabbos compared to an unbelievable Shabbos. Correct. And there are also people in the people you pass in the street to a good morning, how are you, sir, means a lot. Yeah. You know, you talk about Yankee Stadium. Uh, when I, when I, whenever I leave Yankee Stadium, there's had these people standing by the door saying good night, come again. I thank every one of them for being there. I said, thank you for being here. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes we're wearing a yarmulke, sometimes we're wearing a baseball cap, but it doesn't really make a difference. I'm happy when I'm wearing the yarmulke so I can do a Kiddush Hashem. But you have to see the smiles in these people. You think about who thanks somebody standing at the door at Yankee Stadium for being there. But when you do it and they smile, I guarantee you that one of them told their wife or husband that night, you know what, somebody actually thanked me for standing by the yeah. door for the, 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 We're in New York, and someone actually said thank you in New York. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. And that's, that's part of the cables in the trunk, the ability to say thank you, the ability to smile, the ability to, to give a good word. The oh, the to... ice cream story got me. The ice cream story got me this morning. That, right. one, that one got There's me. Always... There's always a hook. See, maybe you'll be nice to me the rest of the interview. Oh, I, I have a feeling I have no choice now. <laughs> <laughs> Lobo is with us. We're getting a Rosh Hashanah message, which he tends to do for us each and every year. And I, it sounds like this year's message is all about Chesed, Lobo. It's, it's about Chesed, and it's about really about Chesed for reasons. Besides being a Kiddush Hashem, it's also about Chesed. You know, as we, as we remember, I visited you when you when you were sitting shiva for right. your mom, and and you know what, Nachum. That's what it's all about. It's all about living our lives to bring nachas to, to the Abishtah, to bring nachas to our Jewish religion, and really to bring nachas to our parents, both when they're here and when they're not here. You know, I may have said it when I was with you that, you know, they always say, so we can have a long life. The fact of the matter is that, that our long life that we're talking about is not necessarily a long life for us, even though that's the bracha. I, also, I believe very strongly that by giving cover to our parents and living the proper life, we're enabling them to have a long life and mm-hmm. continue to be in our life even after they're gone. You know, we've talked many times about your dad because of the kind of person he was. Now we're talking about your mom. That's the point. The point is they're still with us because we've been hopping them in the right way. But it's being part of that cover, though, is the fact that we're also bringing cover to ourselves and, and to call Yisrael. You know, we, we, we have the opportunity. I, I may have said it to you when I saw you that night, and I've said it to a few people recently about life and about, about Swiss Ovos. And, and what, the need that we have to, to create Swiss Ovos for future generations, the way we were mazeldic to have Swiss Ovos from previous generations, from your parents, from my parents, our grandparents. I allude very often to the stars. I don't know whether I mentioned it to you that day, but I've said this to a number of people. You know, you look up in the sky and you, at night and you see the stars. You're seeing light that actually shined or shone before we were born. Actually, yeah. the stars that we're looking at probably don't even exist anymore. Right. And yet we're seeing the light from those stars. And one day it occurred to me, God has given us the insight to say and see what Swiss Ovois is all about. The light from those stars, those stars don't even exist, is palpable, it's there, it's physical, we can see it, it lights up our day, it lights up our night. Those stars are what I consider to be Swiss Ovois we have in our life. The light of our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents who aren't here anymore still bring us light the way those stars bring us light. And our job really is to create Swiss Ovois for our future generations the way we were fortunate enough to have you know, our parents and grandparents do it for us. You know, the, we talk about, I mentioned this last year about being B'Tselem Kim that we're not, we don't look like God. We have to act God-like. We have to show respect. We have to have compassion the way we want God to have compassion for us. And think about that. Avinu Shabashamayim. We call God Avinu, a father. Just like the father was a son, a father will never see a son doing wrong. And even when a son does wrong, a father forgives a son. 
That's how we have to be in our life, just the way God is to us. We have to forgive. We have to help. We have to have compassion. We have to treat people respectfully. We have to love people and everyone the way Hashem loves us, the way our parents loved us. And we have to use that as, as an example for this generation and for future generations. And that's one of the messages at this time of year, is to continue to bring the light into the world by having Yer Shemayim, by having Derech Heretz, by me Mechabit God. You know, Avinu Makena, we always say, forgive us for our sins, right? We have to forgive others for things that may have done to us, take the high road. And, and you know, with sports, we talk about sports, wait till next year, yep. right? The Dodgers in the old days. Yep. We're fortunate. We have next year here with us. Wait till next year. Next year is here. We have Rosh Hashanah coming up. We could all do better for next year than we may have done in the past if we just remember the lessons and the and really the brachas that we've all had, all of us being Jews in our lives because of who we are, what we are, and where we come from. Your words are always uh, meaningful in this in the current situation. Frankly, now that I no longer have parents, are even more meaningful. And I take this opportunity to wish you a happy, healthy, sweet New Year. The the you know I, I'm going to say it again with you on the air. I said to myself, I'll wait till. You hang up, and I'll say it. I'm going to say it again while you're still there. You'll never speak publicly or privately, because I've challenged you privately to reveal some of the stuff that I found out about, and you will never, ever acknowledge anything of the big stuff. But the small stuff is what you take the greatest pride in, and everybody can do that. Everybody can do that. Right. And, and, and therefore, Nachum, it's not small stuff. Right. It's not small. It's big. You know, you know, you know. Today is 26th Elul. You know, today is uh, the 26th day of El. You know what happened the 26th day of El? Tell me. It was the second day of 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 of, of the beginning of the world. God created the right. heavens today. Right. Right. 26th day of El. And you know, sometimes I think about the heavens. And you know, uh, I once asked somebody. I said, "Why do the heavens have to be trillions of light years out there, thousands of miles, some millions of miles, thousands of light years? It's incredible how far space goes." And God created that on the second day of today. Today, God created. And I never got a good answer until one day somebody pointed out that in one of the Tanakh, it might be Micha, God explains that his love for the Jews is as infinite as the heavens. So today on this, on the 26th day of El, the day that God created the heavens, I'd like to suggest to everybody that our love for all of Kval Yisrael be as infinite as God's love for us. Uh, it's a way that we can define infinity because it's, we, and there's no end to it. We should be zoichet to feel that way about everyone. And like you say, the little things, it's not really little things, Nachum. The little things define all the big things. And the big things will happen on their own if we do the little things because that will lead us to a path that will have the opportunity to do all those things. And one of the things I tell, I tell my teams all the time, and this is all, very seriously, I say, you know, I love to win. It's fun to win. It's not about winning and losing. It's about winning. I always make sure. <laughs> The, the fact of the matter is, and I tell them this, I said, I, I appreciate the fact that you guys are such good ball players. I have a lot of very wonderful young people who are great ball players, and that's really why we win. We have a really wonderful, strong... Yeah, you're a good recruiter, basically. I'm a good recruiter, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, all, it's all fun. But they go to Legends, so they want to play in our team. It's, exactly. It's all circle, you know? That's exactly right. We go to Legends right. next year if we win again? Yeah, sure. So exactly. You, you get the picture. But, but the fact of the matter is, and I really mean this, I say to them, the, our ability to win and do it with their Harris and everything else also gives us all the ability to influence others in, in life in wonderful ways. People want to be around these young kids who win. You know, it was like in camp, the Cold War general was always popular. So somebody who's good in sports, somebody who plays the game correctly, has the opportunity to do a lot of other wonderful things in life, you know, because people relate to them. And so it, 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 the point is, whether it's a sports you're a winner or you're a winner in Derek Harris or you're a winner in how you conduct your daily life, 
by doing that, by having people recognize it, and you more more importantly, you recognize it yourself. Because I always tell people, the only the only cover, the only respect you have to chase after is your own self-respect. <laughs> if you have self-respect and you create an environment where you feel good about yourself and you feel good about the person you are, you feel good about bringing nachos to your parents, you feel good about bringing nachos to call Yisrael, think about it. You really can't do anything other than continue to be that person because you don't want to ever be less than who you are. Oh. So, so by doing that and by really taking the time, it's a win-win situation. You know, Using those cables in your trunk, using the, the ability to do all the little things and thereby getting to do all the big things makes you a person who will continue to do that and 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 hopefully create an environment where the little kids of today are making brachas on the ice cream and 20, 30 years from now when Mashiach gets here they'll be doing it uh, they'll be doing it for the people of their generation Lobo you uh, changed my day in fact I might, might actually say you've changed my year uh, thank you for everything thank you for your friendship happy healthy sweet new year and I'm sure we're giving a special good morning to the Rosenwasser family right oh of course thank you for reminding me Moshe and Robbie and, and the whole Mishpacha God bless you you're very special people you're my, some of my best friends in the world uh, Moishi and Robbie Rosenwasser, and they're really wonderful parents, Joel and Sandy. God bless you both. You should continue to do everything you do for your family and for Christ's role by the example that you're doing and how you're raising your family. God bless you. Everybody out there listening, you should have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful 5776. Have, have your eye on the ball, as we say in sports, but keeping your eye on the ball means knowing what's important. Don't, don't dwell over, over nonsense. Just focus on what's important, what's right, what's, what's good. Bring nachas to Christ's role. Bring nachas to yourself. Bring nachas to your parents. And ultimately, we'll bring nachas and, and love to the whole world. Nachum, thank you so much. You do the best job of all doing that. Your show is an incredible beacon of light to so many people. And uh, God bless everyone. Amen. And we should be zaychut to a wonderful year of health and gesund. Only some chusim yitzhashem. A good yorik. Yeah. Keep on being a big nachas to your parents the way you do it. Thank you so much for that. The one and only Chaim Silver. We know him as Lobo. We love his messages, and this time of year, his messages are are the best. Thursday morning broadcast, this is JM in the AM.